every time we have a client who uses this site, they've been a part of building it. They've seen how it comes together. They understand the structure and the architecture of the pages, and they're capable in 99% of the cases of actually owning and maintaining it in the future. And for me to be able to just move on to the next project, that is what keeps this feeling really good. Hey, welcome back everyone to the Double Your Freelancing Podcast, where we help you get better clients, make more money, and live a happier and healthier life freelancing. As always, I'm your host, Brendan Dunn, and I've got a bunch of really awesome things to share with you. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about who I interviewed in today's episode. So I talked to Kelsey Kreling. She's the co-founder of Presence Agency up in Chicago, and she also recently created a service, a productized service called Week of the Website. So it's a turnkey service that allows her clients to get a website in under five days. And what we did in this interview is we, we first started with a bit about her background, her agency. And then we really just started talking about how did she transition from being a kind of this bespoke uh, web agency to offering this product, this Week of the Website product. And then we talked a lot about how it's not only made her life a lot happier, her and her business partner's life happier, but her clients are even more happier as a result of, of this kind of the, the structure, the rigidity of kind of the way that her and her agency now work. Really interesting interview. Um, you're going to get a lot out of it, especially if you've been thinking about transitioning to something a little more niche, a little more productized uh, for your business in 2017. Before we do that, I want to tell you a bit about kind of what's going on uh, over at Double Your Freelancing. So we're redoing our site entirely, coming up with a new design, new functionality. We've got a huge new, what we're calling the premium area, where we're getting away from kind of these one-off product sales. And, and well, we're still going to have that model, but we're moving towards a much more interactive um, kind of like a customer's area where you'll have access to all your courses, um, super interactive. And the thing that as a engineer I'm most excited about is we're actually tooling our courseware to be fully uh, personalized. So what we mean, what I mean by that is if you're a designer and you're just starting out, the way that we present the course to you, the, the examples we give and so on, will be different than if you're a seasoned um, writer, let's say, for and you run a, you know, a, a, a big content agency or something like that. So really excited about what the team and I have been working on with that because... It's going to allow us to really, you know, one, not criticism, but uh, point of feedback I get often from, from customers is, you know, I, I like what you're saying, Brennan, but I need a little more contextual examples that relate to me and where I am. So we, we really think that this is going to help do that. So we're going to be rolling all this out in 2017. We also have, we're starting these uh, quarterly probably retreats. Where what we're going to do is, I don't know if you if you read my newsletter, um, you will have seen my recent article where I shared Sherry Walling's talk from the W Freelancing Conference, and in that talk, she talks about the importance of retreats, about getting away, getting like getting away from everything that vies for your attention, and just focusing on your business. So at W Freelancing, we're hosting a few of these. It might be sold out by the time you're listening, but we have one coming up in January in Colorado. So it's a ski ski trip slash retreat. Uh, we're also going to be doing one in Thailand this February. So if you're interested at all in joining one of these, just shoot me an email, brennan at wrefreelancing.com. 
Um, I have a little Trello board that I'm tracking interest of people who would be interested in going to these, but it's going to be me, a few, a few others and up to 10 other uh, consultants who will just spend a few days together, just talking business, uh, talking shop. We've got a bit of a, a structure in place for how we want to run these retreats, but it's mostly going to be a multi-day mastermind where we just get together and we, we really plan out like what's going to happen next in your business. Where are you now? And, and where do you want to be? And, and how can I, and how can really the group help you get there? So that I'm really excited about that. Again, the next one's going to be next month in January of 2017 out in Colorado. Um, I'm also going to be out in micro, at microconf in Las Vegas this April. And after that, I'm flying directly to Brighton, England, where I'll be speaking at LTVConf. If you're going to be at any of these events, uh, let me know over on Twitter or shoot me an email. I'd love to meet up. Um, but before we get into the interview, I want a quick shout out to our sponsors. So FreshBooks, if you haven't yet switched to FreshBooks, now's the time. And the reason for that is it's the new year. Um, it's really time to, I mean, end of the year is like perfect time for really planning out what's going to be different. And in this case, 2017 in your business. So FreshBooks will help you track your time, generate all your invoices, usually in less than 30 seconds. And it'll also handle getting paid on your behalf and also following up on overdue clients on your behalf. So no need to run to the you know bank anymore with checks that you get in the mail or anything like that. FreshBooks takes online payments on your behalf. Everything will go directly into your bank account. It's really, you should not be manually doing this stuff. You know, it's, it's 2017. Um, you should not be going in generating, you know, invoices by hand and waiting for the post to come and running the check over to the bank. Just don't do that any longer. Um, you can also use it to capture deposits for new projects. So you can send over your client agreement and the deposit all in one email. And um, really, that will help in onboarding your new clients. So if you want to sign up for an unrestricted trial, what I mean by that is no credit card is necessary. And you'll also get a full month of usage. Head over to FreshBooks.com slash double and enter double your freelancing into the how did you hear about us field. And that's important because if you do sign up, we get attributed. And what makes this podcast possible to be able to pay the staff that produces it for us is sponsors. So we really appreciate it. FreshBooks is an amazing company. I use them for my consulting. You should be using them too. We try to get sponsors on who align with what we're doing here at DYF. Um, our other sponsor is the Double Your Freelancing Academy. And we're actually, we just crossed 350 students. And the feedback and the results we're getting is just, it's incredible. Um, it, honestly, it's just humbling to see how many people are ending up with radically more improved, more profitable, and more sustainable businesses as a result of the academy. So go over to doubleyourfreelancing.com slash academy. You can find out more about what it is there. And um, and yeah, so without any further delay, here is Kelsey. All right, I want to introduce you guys to Kelsey Kreiling. Kelsey is the co-founder, I believe, of Presence Agency, which is up in Chicago. Kelsey, welcome to the Double Your Freelancing Podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Cool. So I was just in our little pre-call, we were talking shop about like this amazing week of the website productized offering that you've done. But before we get into all the details about how you came to it and everything else, why don't you give me a quick background about who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, so I, I am a um, designer and website builder. 
Um, I work primarily with like early stage creative businesses, um, people who are not quite ready to hire like a full agency to build their website. Usually this is their first website. Um, you know, they're, you know, they're launching a product, launching a process. And my background is pretty varied. Um, I worked for, I actually owned a, uh, an online fashion publication, um, as my first like work for yourself gig right out of school. And, um, then went on to work at a digital agency and a, then a restaurant group where I was handling all of their in-house digital needs. So I started an online pub food publication there where I was traveling the country, going to different bars and restaurants, working on these, producing these video projects. And, um, when I was ready to move back to, I was thinking a little bit about maybe going out on my own. I was ready. I was looking for something, the next thing to do. My business partner who had been in retail before came to me and was like, I want to work with you. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're going to do. I think it's going to be somewhere in this digital space in design in media and marketing in um, experiential, like, how can we do this? And um, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm willing to think about this. We'll see. And uh, we were thinking and talking about it for a couple of weeks when we were approached by a friend looking for a referral for someone to redo all of their restaurants, all eight of their restaurants websites. And I remember calling Mallory and being like, I know we're not ready. <laughs> like we're still in the like discussing things, part of this business, but should we just throw our hats in the ring for this anyway? I mean, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? We probably weren't going to get the bid, but it would have been great if we did. Um, so we put together a proposal, had never put together a proposal for our business, like very quickly found, you know, a domain name popped up, you know, a little website and, um, you know, started that process with them. It was long and slow. And in the meantime, that same group of people referred us to a company in Brooklyn who was looking for someone to produce an entire food festival in Chicago. So we started our business. I always think of it as someone who's like standing on two horses as at once while they're riding. <laughs> like we had these two parts of our business we were, you know, we ended up, we ended up working with that company to build the web, the, a website for their, their newest restaurant. Um, and before we were even like, I remember calling Mallory and I was like, Hey, I have a check that is written out to us. We, we don't have a bank account. Bank. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Like, we have to start this. So it really came from kind of, um, it happened very quickly. I mean, it, it actually happened six months faster than we had planned. And right off the bat, we started out, you know, working on these websites and production at the same time. So after that, we continued to accept clients who were looking for websites. At that point, our niche, the folk that we were focusing on was restaurants and hospitality. Um, and those projects were bulky and they were long and there were like eight stakeholders participating in it. And so it was a committee driven project. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not disappointed with any of the work that we did there, but it was definitely really hard. And at the same time, we're doing these huge production projects, producing things in, you know, these big events for, you know, thousand people in Chicago, in Miami. So we're kind of, you know, continuing to like ride these two horses. And I just, I keep, I keep like seeing a wall coming up that like at some point we're going to have to pick, but the way we were doing websites was not fun. I did not like it. 
it was very stressful. And we just weren't having like, we were having good client outcomes, but not great client outcomes. And I basically came to Mal and I was like, we have to figure out a different way to do this because if this is going to encompass a large part of our business, which we think that it will like at that stage, we had a a number of those clients and we're trying to figure out what the better balance of work would be for us. We just, we knew something absolutely had to change. And that was sort of where we get the website ended up beginning. It doesn't sound like there was a business objective as much as a life objective in wanting to productize. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was really one of those things where we're like, you know what, this process, like, it seems like every time we come to it, we start with a new client, we're, we're designing the car from scratch. And that just seemed like it was a really inefficient B, we were never going to be able to make charge enough money for how much time we were spending on things and see that the stress level was just really, really high. And those were really, you know, the, the three things that we were trying to combat and, you know, had also been like my, um, now fiance was a part of a productized consulting group. And so I was hearing a lot about that at home and, I was like, wait a second, like this might actually work for us. I think we could potentially do something in this way. Obviously it's not going to be a product that people are necessarily going to just like click a button and buy online. But I think that there's enough about this that we can systematize to really not only make this higher, you know, higher turnover for us, higher, you know, rate of project completion, but also like make this way better for clients and make it more affordable for them. Yeah. I mean, it's a win-win for everyone because you get more experience having done, I mean, how many week of the websites have you done? Um, I think that we've done over 20 since November. Okay. So you're getting better at executing on them. I mean, you're, you've, you've really dialed, and we'll, we'll talk oh, about yeah. the process you use in a second, but you've really you know made it a, a product, which means that it's better for you because you can, you know, you're, you're more confident in doing it. It's stressed. I mean, you're able to reuse a lot of probably the processes and checklists and everything else you use, maybe even the oh, assets. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't ever create for, for new clients. We don't ever create new pro, like, um, materials. We developed our discovery survey at the beginning of the process so the process is, I mean, it's pretty, pretty cut and dry for the client, right? They, they approach us. Um, we, you know, talk to them about it. They decide they want to do it together. We mutually select a date. They sign a contract, which we do through Adobe. So it takes like five seconds. It's the best thing in the world. Um, then they get sent a discovery survey. They get sent um, a link to a shared Google Drive folder that's set up with, you know, a copy worksheet and folders for images. And it happens the same way every time. They also get sent a link um, on Calendly to, to register for all of their, their video conference calls for the week. And that happens. It's not automated just because, you know, there's some personalization that we bring to it. But it is repeated every time for the same client. And some things are different. You know, we'll set the workshop work, worksheet up a little bit differently or the folders depending on what the client's going to be. But for us, you know, the setup and onboarding process is the same over and over again. 
Yeah, and I mean, it's it's again, and the thing that I like, I mean, I've I've been beating the productized consulting drum for years now, and the what I love when I when I love one thing I love about when I'm talking with somebody who's doing it and doing it right is I think a lot of people fear, oh well, it's going to get boring because I like having these like projects that are always new, and I mean, you're still getting new clients with different industries and everything else, but the way that you go about bringing them on as a client and getting the work done, you standardize in such a way where it's not limiting, but it's, it's for you. It's probably, it allows you to spend more of your energy on building something on building a great solution versus just. Oh, exactly. It's why it's in the same way that I assume people like have someone do their laundry for them and clean their house when they're very successful or have a uniform. It just takes care of the things that you don't need to like think about every time. And for me, it lets me just focus. I mean, I'm so lucky that I have an awesome business partner who also handles and and works with our clients a lot in terms of project management. Um, we, you know, we both end up natively doing that, but she really takes the lead in terms of communication with them. Um, though it's like a very integrated process because I'm thinking from the beginning, like, what's this going to look like? What are, you know, what elements do we need to bring to, to the table for this? How do we get them to provide us with the content that we need to make the site really good? And, um, having those, you know, like markers taken care of or pre-plotted out, especially for, I mean, and there's a few other people who do something sort of similar to this, but like, this is not how people usually build websites. And it's a little bit jarring sometimes for our clients who have had other website processes where they really, it's so much more hands off. Whereas for us, like the other half of the equation is like, while we've systematized everything, we're also asking for a lot of focus from our clients. We're asking them to like take five days out of their month to just really pay attention, to be there every day, to spend time on these calls with us, to be making really quick decisions. And because we are asking a lot from our clients in that way, we also have to be there to provide that support for them and also build the website at the same time. So it's the more that we can the more pillars that we can build that can support the structure of the process really enables us to create something that feels really, really right for them and, and like exactly what they want without having to worry about like the, you know, nitty, nitty, gritty, nitty gritty details. So I want to ask you two questions as a follow-up. So first off, um, I want to get into, so you mentioned um, you, you need your clients to focus, you know, they're, yes. they're involved just as, I mean, it's always the thing I think, a lot of people don't always educate their clients enough about is that I think a lot of clients assume like, oh, I'm, I'm paying a, a consultant or something. Everything's taken care of. I don't need to be a part of the process where we both know that if that doesn't happen, um, well, you know, I might assume me, the consultant might assume one thing. The client is assuming something else. Sure. Disaster is set up. Right. So I want to ask <laughs> you about how do you get how do you enforce that and how do you get your clients to actually um, come along for the ride in that sense? Yeah. But I also want to ask you about, um, and maybe this is a, maybe we can talk about this after we talk about that. And I want to ask you about how do you, I mean, what effect has, has having these processes and systems in place had on just your ability to convert more clients? Sure. So whichever one you want to talk about first. <laughs> um, so the big thing for us is like, we have to start with communication 
before our clients even reach out to us, they need to have an understanding of what this is because it's not the same as hiring an agency. It's not the same as, you know, hiring a freelancer to just build a website for you in an indeterminate amount of time. And so we really work hard to start that messaging from the moment that they come to our website. Like all of the testimonials that we have on the website, all of them um, really try to convey that sense of partnership and, you know, working together because that's what it is, right? Is like, they have to know they are a part of this too. And, you know, the best way that we can do that is we message it through the website. We message it through testimonials when we have a call with them, which we do 99% of the time to, to make sure that this is a good project fit. We explain to them why things are a good fit. And we, we talk to them about the things that they will need to be responsible for. Because we find if we don't message that before they have even signed up for it, it's a very, very hard road to get them on track for that. And um, so really, like, we err on the side of over-communication, which is the most important part to us, is they have to know what's going on before they even get started. And then every day we tell them, we send them an email every morning of the process saying, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what we've completed. Here's what we need from you to move forward. We make very clear deadlines that they know before we even start the project of when we need copy of when we need these photos by. And by really making all of that stuff completely black and white and clear, it really helps. And they know if they don't give us photos, if they don't give us copy, we only have a week together and they will have lorem ipsum in there or they will have stock photos. And sometimes that's okay. You know, sometimes people need a little bit more time. We work with them to build out pages that they may not be ready to make live, but they still need our help building the structure for. We're really supportive in that way. Um, we always joke that like the product we're selling is not websites it's the process right right and that's that's the i think that's the big di the disconnect that i think a lot of people have especially those who are kind of reluctant to get into productizing their work right. is that i think a lot of people are so hyper focused on the fact that oh i'm a website designer so what i do is i like my value is in being able to ship like websites right and it's it's more than that because you can ship a website that's the wrong website and that's why having a good process in place Exactly. enables you to make sure that the stuff you do is actually, it's not about the end result. Cause again, I mean, a web, what, what's, does a website have any value in itself? No. I mean, a right. website is only valuable <laughs> if it does what the client needs it to do. And that's why it's important, I think, to, to have something like what you're saying. And that's what I love about your model is you figured out for the kind of client, I mean, you're not for everyone. Like if, um, uh, you know, I mean, from what I saw, if like, if I needed a giant, like, I don't know, you know, something that's really like custom and blah, 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 like that probably wouldn't be a good fit for you. Right. Yes. Um, but you're able to say, look, the, you know, our ideal client, this is who they are, this is what they need from us. And we're kind of as custodians of their budget and their business. It's our job to make sure that what it is we do is the right thing. So let, uh, and that's where, I mean, I'm willing to bet I'm going to make a, an assumption here. But I'm willing to bet that your clients give you more trust now than they did back when you were like, yeah, we'll do anything. Just, you know, whatever you need. <laughs> so much more. Yeah. I mean, I think back to some of the conflicts that we had. And now, like, Mallory and I are both very amiable. So it's not when we say conflicts, it's like 
you know, <laughs> uh, ideological, you know, differences. But when we think about the positions that we were in with our clients in the past, like we really didn't have a leg to stand on when they asked us to do something, we just had to do it. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think that was partially like where we were in terms of our processes developing our business, but also because we weren't setting any boundaries with these clients, you know, it was like, sure, we'll build you this website that you've described to us in a one hour meeting for this amount of money. And, um, I think this, this process, because it is pretty specific, it helps us so much when it comes to things like scope creep. It's like, it's so easy. Like, well, I'm sorry, that's actually not included in this package because everyone knows that. Like we see that that's upfront, you know, and there may be some things that we negotiate and work around, but you know, coming back to your second question about how this has changed the way that we're actually, you know, connecting with and, and getting paid clients, it helps a lot because we have a very understandable process. We have a very understandable product. And for people who want that kind of thing, this is, this is a no brainer. It's pretty, you know, competitively priced in terms of what you would get elsewhere. And it's very clear. Now, the other flip side of that is the clients that inquire and don't book with us usually there's a very good reason why they're not doing it. And like, we don't sweat it that bad because if someone is um, slow to respond to us, if we are in the sales process with them and they're not getting back to us or they're being they're, it's taking them a week to respond to emails to us, those are immediate red flags that this is not going to be a good person for a pro for a process that requires them to focus for five days. Um, if it's someone who has like, a hard time making a decision whether or not this is right for them. Well, this is going to be really difficult. I mean, we're asking them to make a ton of decisions very quickly over, you know, a very limited amount of time. And while we do really support them in those choices, and they do have a little bit of like a leeway between when we launch the website and we train them on the website to, you know, to make adjustments and dial little things in. Someone's kind of like twiddling their phones and they're just not sure if this is right. There's other people we are happy to refer them to who are more set up to take that into account. And so if we lose a client because this doesn't feel like the right process for them, that's actually very, very good for us because it means that they're not the right fit for this process. And even if we did book that client, yeah, it would be terrible. <laughs> I think a lot of people, when they're kind of thrown into freelancing, let's say, they, they sort of feel like they're just supposed to accept whatever comes their way. and. Like, it's just, you know, it's, it's like, oh, I have the privilege of working with this person who's paying me money. And it's not until you really see like, you know, money is a form and, and business value is a form and they're both equally or they should be equally weighted in this sense. And that's where, you know, client gives you money, you give them a better business. And when you see it like that, you really just realize that selling just becomes aligning. Like, can yeah. I, can we align what it is we do best with the need that this person has? And if you can help everybody on the planet, you're probably, well, not, not you're probably, you don't have a... You're Oprah. Exactly. There's only one Oprah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good way of putting it. <laughs> um, and I, I talk to a lot of generalists and they're always worried about like, well, I'll get bored doing the same. Like, how would you counter the, I'll get bored doing the, you know, weekly websites every week for my whole life? Well, for me, I mean... It's always different. It is it one week I might be working on a nonprofit education website. 
the next week I might be working for a, um, you know, a lifestyle and retail consultant. Um, it's, it's every week for me, it's something new. And in that, in that case, like what we have focused on, because, you know, we thought a lot about niching down, right? When we originally started, this process was built for restaurants and bars and hospitality clients. And we, we never, ironically, we never booked one of those clients. It was always someone else. And the more that we have tried to continue to build this product, um, the wider variety of clients that we find that it fits for. And so our niche has become the type of work we do and the speed with which we do it. And in that case, it is great for me because I'm never working on the same type of client from week to week. I'm all, there's always something fresh on my plate. There's always some new design challenges to consider. And so that makes it just really exciting and fun for me. Um, while letting the structure of the work be repeatable. And the cool thing is, is that Squarespace is always changing. They're always adding new features. They're always adding new things or new templates. So even the structure within the work we do is constantly evolving. And, you know, we love Squarespace for that. But I'll be working on projects and there'll be a completely new feature that pops up mid-website. So it's always something new. Um, it just lets the structure be the same which I think lets us be more creative in the long run. Do you ever, I mean, but do you ever have like, are you ever these nagging thoughts of, oh, I would love to do like a proper from scratch, big, big like project just to shake things up? I mean, I am not like, I'm not a developer in the same way that, that another, that, that someone who is, you know, see it like full stack. There's, I have development skills that I use to apply to Squarespace, but for me, like this is the sandbox that I have a lot of fun in. We have worked on some larger projects and usually those end up coming through and being our own in-house projects that we do just for the hell of it. Um, but that's kind of the cool thing about this is like, if we wanted to go crazy and do something different any day we could. Okay. And, and that's the big thing is I think like, it sounds like what you're saying is you wouldn't this is your focus, but it's not like you're not like stuck for life with it. And in, in oh, no. like, yeah, and it constantly evolves. Like we within the last month and a half have been getting a lot of requests for someone who needed their website pushed across the finish line. Um, maybe they have something that's done, but they built it themselves and they don't feel like it looks like it has a designer's touch or they got halfway through with another developer and it didn't work out. And so we actually introduced like a week of the website light that is now just a three-day process to help people complete, you know, the things that they they have outstanding on their Squarespace sites. We we were able to like put that up, put that together in three days and put it up on the website and have booked a couple of them since because it feels like it's a right fit for the community. And that's the great part of having this just be at this point, Mallory and myself, like as opportunities like that to evolve the business arise, we can respond to them very quickly. Um, we added the e-commerce option because we were getting requests for people who wanted a little bit more. And, um, you know, that makes it feel very living to us. This is my, I have like this very deep belief that websites, A, are living organisms that have to constantly be changing and evolving no matter what business you have and B, that you should be able to manage your own website. And so, with each of these projects, we actually train our clients how to do almost everything on the on the website. 
um, once we part ways. And that's because I don't want to make a single cent off of changing a picture for someone like that to me is the stuff that would get really frustrating if I had to launch these sites and then be responsible for them for like, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So much pressure. Oh my God, I would die. And you know, there's that, like, I need you to fix this now. So we really spend a little bit of extra time making sure that every time we have a client who uses this site, they've been a part of building it. They've seen how it comes together. They understand the structure and the architecture of the pages, and they're capable in 99% of the cases of actually owning and maintaining it in the future. And for me to be able to just move on to the next project, that is what keeps this feeling really good. Yeah. Because you're still, I mean, these are pretty transactional, right? Like you do the work, you deliver, and then you move on. Yeah. Um, Yes. Do you have anything in place that allows you to maybe make it so you're not always needing to bring in new clients? Yeah, we've thought about it. I mean, I think that it really is because we built this process with that training pro- training flow in mind. And because people are usually coming to us, they want to build their websites on Squarespace because they've heard it's really easy to use. To us, those things are so interlinked. The ability to, for people to edit their websites, to update them is just in my mind, like so coupled to this that um, there's other things like I have a... Um, I have a, like a Skillshare course on Squarespace basics that we teach that I think we're thinking of bringing over to a fuller course in the future. Um, to me, that education makes more sense as the thing that could potentially be recurring rather than having us be on retainer from someone to, for like, you know, a hundred bucks a month to like make changes. Um, if we had been getting asked for that a lot, if we had a lot of people who are requesting that no question, we would, we would probably figure out some way to offer that support. It's not that hard, but we really just don't get asked for it very much. Um, usually by the time we're done with the sites, people know how to do most of the basic stuff. And so we just haven't really seen the need for it, but like, yes, I would love for us to have some kind of recurring revenue in the future. Um, and I think that that, that education and that real like connection for our clients is potentially the way to do it. And for us, that works in two ways, right? We can use it as a training tool and a refresher for our clients as we do now. They get free access to my Skillshare class so that they can stay up on it. But then also it brings in all these other people who want to try their hand at building Squarespace sites. And if they get in there and they realize, oh my God, this is so hard. I don't want to do this. Or like, this is just taking more time than it needs to. Well, then they can call us and we'll help them. <laughs> where do, um, where, I mean, most of your clients now, I mean, do you get any, so you mentioned that Skillshare course, does that contribute at all to getting clients or? Most of our refer, most of our clients come via referral, which is unsurprising, right? Like that's so many freelancers and consultants get clients that way. Um, we have partnerships with a ton of different um, Squarespace, specific and general design agencies, we basically reached out to them and said like, Hey, if you have a project that's timeline is too slow or, you know, is too like a little bit lower than your minimum, like we would love to have them. And in exchange, we would love to send you the big projects that we don't, we don't do, you <laughs> know, that's not our focus. And that's, a, that's a, actually a really good point you just brought up, which is because you are so focused on the kind of work you do, you're able to find people who just through or their organic referral channels might be getting leads like that, but don't, Absolutely. it doesn't make sense for them. Like it's, I mean, to be honest, we, my company, my agency, we did these big like web apps and mobile apps and everything else. 
And when we started getting some local press, we would get these people who were like asking for what we would call like a brochure website, which is yes. local bakery needs a website. Yep. And we, we could do that, but I mean, it didn't make any sense for us to do it, right? Because it wasn't our core competency. So you can find people who don't, don't do what you do. And like you just mentioned, because you're so specific about the kind of work you do and the kind of work you don't do, you can build mutually beneficial partnerships. Um, which doesn't hurt them and it, it, you know, at all. It's, it's only a net positive for both parties. Well, and it's great because no, who likes to say no to a client? Someone comes to them and says like, Hey, I want to give you money. And you're like, mm, pass. That doesn't feel good. But for them to be able to say, Oh, talk to, you know, our friends, Kelsey and Mallory, this sounds like a perfect project for them. You know, we do have an affiliate program where we, you know, we give back a little bit to those people who send us those referrals, which, you know, is, is really more of our way of saying thank you to them. Um, but it's perfect. Like people, the projects that those agencies don't want are the exact nine times out of 10 exact kind of projects that are perfect for us. And, um, and we also get to build a community with people who, um, you know, cross over with us in many ways. And I think that that is, is an equal benefit for us of also getting those clients. Um, you know, we've done, we do talks on Squarespace. We do, um, you know, we hosted a, an online conference earlier this year. We really just try to get out there and talk to people about the process as much as we can. Um, and also try to really strategically connect with communities who, um, are in need of this. So like, for example, we just did a double year freelancing students website <laughs> a couple weeks cool. ago. Which one? And, yeah, um, if, you, if I'm allowed to, if, or oh, if yeah, it's not it in her It's flash and color. Okay, cool, cool. So it was perfect. You know, she was wrapping things up, wanted to get ready for, you know, for her new like phase of her business. And this fit very well into the next steps that she needed to finalize. And so she has other people that are in the course with her, you know, et cetera. That's kind of how we think about it. Right. Right. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. If you could try to convince somebody who's listening, who, I mean, has heard, like, you know, you heard from your fiance, the, the merits of productized consulting and everything else, but you haven't actually, but, or, or somebody who is still kind of like, you know, I've seen issues with positioning as a hang up. I've seen issues with just the time. I mean, you basically need to spend time working on the business to focus on building up this quote unquote product. Um, what would you, what would be your best word of encouragement, I guess, to get somebody to actually consider at least making, uh, making this their next step in their business? Yeah. So for us, like the most important part of productizing building websites was figuring out what, what it was that we could actually repeat. And we did that by looking at, you know, three of our past client engagements and started drawing circles around the things that were the same in each of them. And I think that really, because I think there's so many things that you could productize, right? You could do education, you could do, you know, whatever. But really what it comes down to is figuring out what is repeatable and scalable about the work that you're already good at. Like you don't have to invent something new. You don't have to create something whole cloth from, you know, to productize. You just have to look the work you already do and like and find the things that you do over and over and over again. And once you can identify those things 
you can start to see patterns emerge in your business. And when patterns emerge, that means that you can systematize those things. We always do a discovery. We always set up a shared Google folder. We always send out these emails. And when we realized those things, that was what was able to really take us from like, we build websites for whoever to we build websites for people in five days on Squarespace. Um, and then we train them, <laughs> you know, like that was what it was able to seeing those patterns, recognizing those similarities, and then focusing on like what your objectives are as well. Like the five days thing came from because I just like would get exhausted by working for clients for six months. I just couldn't do it. It was so much stress. That was the other half of it. We saw what the patterns were. And then we also looked at the lifestyle impact that the work we were doing was making and how we could adjust that lifestyle impact to really support the kind of work life that we wanted to have. Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey, that's, that's awesome. I, I just completely support and agree on all counts. <laughs> just the, the benefits of it. Um, well, gonna- I mean, you, you guys in your community have really done a lot to help make those things clearer. I, I mean, I was so, it was so funny because I, I thought that like product, I don't know. I thought that product types consulting was like a thing that people had known about for years and years and years because I had been hearing about it very natively in my home life and only discovered shortly that this was like, like very briefly ago that this was a very new way of thinking about business. Well, I think, I mean, if you really think about it, I think the concepts have been there since time immemorial right. in, in the sense of, you know, I mean, um, I'm blanking on examples, but you know, I mean, the idea of uh, somebody who packages their ability to do something transactional, like a one-off project, right, in a way that's structured. I mean, that there's nothing new about that. But I think terminology and kind of the thinking around how do you price it, how do you package it, exactly. I think that's really started to come together over the last few years. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that people need to understand that, like, this is actually better for clients. Like, it, it doesn't cheapen it. It doesn't make it any less custom. For us, we probably spend more brain power working on these projects because we can actually focus on the meat of it instead of just the frilly details. And like, I think if you can get, to your, get yourself to that place of understanding that what you are doing is building a skeleton that you can you know, continue to flesh out over and over and over again, then it really just opens up so many doors for newer, better work. And I think you see that with people who do coaching. I think you see that with people who do educational projects. It really does allow you to, to really hone in on what the best part of your work is. Like my ability to email on schedule is not the best part of me. (laughs) Like it's not the best part of what we do. But, but it is the most essential part of what we do to let us work on the rest of stuff that we are really, really good at. That's a, I mean, it's a part of your overall product, right? That exactly. communication, that, that resolve for really good communication. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Uh, where can people find out more about you and what you're up to? So if you head over to weekofthewebsite.com, we've got lots of information about the product and the process up there. Um, and actually, if you go to weekofthewebsite.com slash podcast, Um, we've put together a little website planning tool that is pretty helpful for anyone who's thinking about putting together a website, whether you use week of the website or not. Um, it's just like a nice way to start thinking about what it is that you're going to have to do to get ready, whether you are building a business website or a personal website. Um, but that's probably the best place to head. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Kelsey. Thanks, Brian.
We have a ton of more interviews and episodes coming to you next year in 2017. I'm so excited to share with you everything that we have on deck. If you haven't left a review yet, I would, I'm kindly going to ask you again. I know I'm annoying with this, but it means I get a little, like I said, I get a little email in my inbox. Anytime I get a review on iTunes, it makes me super happy because this is really the only way that I get feedback from listeners of the show. So if you can go over to iTunes, uh, type in Brennan Dunn, type in double your freelancing, leave a review. I'd hugely appreciate that. Um, but again, we have so many new things coming up in 2017. I want to thank longtime listeners just for having been here for so long. Um, I don't even know how many years we've been around, but you know, it's been off and on. We're trying to get a little more consistent with the production queue. Uh, we're also hiring a bunch of 2017 that will help bring a little more sanity to my own schedule because I'm usually the bottleneck here. I'm usually the one who, oh crap, I forgot to record a podcast and I'm out to leave town for a week. Um, but we should be hopefully ironing out a lot of those production issues in 2017. All right. Thanks again and talk to you soon. 